For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Theo wells You're listening to Daybreak. Today, we cover the best hot chocolate in Princeton, more complications in the elections for Speaker of the House, and the ousting of Chinese Defense Minister Li Shangfu. It's Wednesday, October 25th. As the weather begins to cool down, students are faced with the question of where to take their hot cocoa patronage. I sat down with prospect contributing writer Brianna Melanie Suligin to iron things out. Hello everyone, I'm Brianna Melanie Suligin and I am a part of the great class of 2027 and I'm currently a writer for The Prospect at The Prince. We have gathered that you've been doing kind of an in-depth study of Princeton's hot chocolate offerings. What have you discovered? Yes, so I went around campus and looked at five coffee clubs slash places that had hot chocolate and that being Starbucks, Smarwa Coffee, Halo Pub, Coffee Club, and Ben Spoon. And I concluded that the Ben Spoon had the best hot chocolate on campus. Why Ben Spoon? Was this like a an economy decision? Was this like a, a content decision? I mainly made my decision on taste and the overall experience and also convenience. So my main decision was that it was the most unique out of all mm. of them. All the hot chocolates I tried were leading in the sweet profile. However, the Ben Spoons is a like a perfect mix of semi-sweet, maybe a little, even a little bitter, and also like the sweet toasted marshmallows that they had on top, which was to be perfect. They had toasted marshmallows on top. Yes, yeah, so it looks like that they had like a, some form of like torch and they just went all over with these like two big marshmallows on top and just melted into the hot chocolate. I mean, that is kind of nuts. Oh, yeah. How <laughs> <laughs> you're blowtorching the... Okay, well, I mean... Yes, please, ultimately, uh, on the on the blowtorched marshmallows front. Um... What was the worst hot chocolate, just so people can know what to avoid? Mm-hmm. I would say Starbucks, because it really wasn't anything special. It was just hot chocolate. It wasn't like whipped cream for mine. It was just just chocolate, really. Nothing special about it. Okay. And sort of high prices, that, that kind of thing? Yeah. I would say if you're going to Starbucks, you're probably there for not a hot chocolate. So And... Only because I think a lot of our listeners are coffee club frequenters Mm -hmm. or even work there. What was the what was your take on the coffee club hot chocolate? I really enjoyed the coffee club hot chocolate. I say this in the article, but it reminds me kind of of Swiss Miss hot chocolate, which definitely is my go to. Like if I was going to grab one and make it myself, I would just grab a Swiss Miss hot chocolate pack. So kind of has like a little bit of like nostalgia factor into it. But definitely I would grab it again. Do you feel like the, the Princeton hot chocolate offerings are good? Like, is there a good, I'll say, hot chocolate culture here? I think yes, but obviously I don't think it's as big as the older, more like popular sister equivalent, I'd say, like coffee. But definitely as we lean into the winter months, I, I'm definitely expecting to see a lot more people gravitating towards hot chocolate. Thanks so much. Ben Thank Spoon, you. here I come. <laughs> In campus news... Professor Amani Jamal, Dean of the School of Public and International Affairs, was issued a private apology after an off-campus group wrongfully accused her of coddling anti-Semitism. A truck displaying the message, Dean Jamal, Why Do You Coddle Anti-Semitism, circulated around Nassau Street from the 18th to the 20th of October. The truck was sent by alums for Campus Fairness, a national organization that has a chapter in Princeton. ACF Director Avi Gordon claims to have sent the truck to urge Dean Jamal to condemn the actions of Hamas. The group issued the apology after discovering that Jamal had already spoken against the violence in a panel discussion on October 12th. Jamal responded to the ACF in an email correspondence, stating, quote, The tactics you use are irresponsible, and they can cause real reputational harm, as they have done to me. You can read more in Sandeep Mangat's recent story for The Prince. 
In national news, last night, Minnesota Representative Tom Emmer pulled out of the House Speaker vote hours after the Republican caucus nominated him. The decision followed several conservatives' refusal to support him in a formal floor vote. After Emmer's nomination win yesterday afternoon, former President Donald Trump labeled him a, quote, globalist rhino on Truth Social his social media platform. In the House roll call just hours later, 20 members voted against Emmer's nomination, substantially more than the four opposition votes he could afford. As the third Republican to fall short of becoming Speaker, Emmer's withdrawal caused yet another Republican scramble to find a Speaker nominee. Five candidates will remain as potential Speaker nominees, all of whom rejected the 2020 election results. An update in international news, Chinese Defense Minister Li Shangfu was removed from his post yesterday after a two-month disappearance from the public eye. This decision was approved by China's National People's Congress without appointing a successor to the position. The Wall Street Journal reported that Li was allegedly under investigation last month for corruption. He was last seen on August 29th of this year in Beijing at the China-Africa Peace and Security Forum. Li is not the first Chinese official to lose his job in recent months without an official explanation from the government. Former Foreign Minister Qin Gang was removed from his role in July under similarly undisclosed circumstances. Expect partly cloudy skies today with a high of 73 and a low of 48 degrees Fahrenheit. That's all for Daybreak Today. Today's episode was written by Fakir Bayena, Nivan Damija, Zach Lee, and me, sound engineered by Izzy Jacobson, and produced under the 147th Managing Board of The Prince. Our theme was composed by Ed Horan, class of 22. For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Theo Wells-Spackman. Have a wonderful day.